I'm Emily. Hello, I'm Molly. <laughs> and we are Stupid Genius. I'm very sorry, we got the giggles. <laughs> what is wrong with me? I don't know what it is. We've just had a good weekend. How was, how was your weekend? I think I feel a bit delirious. Do you know what? It was actually really nice. We had some friends visit. Lovely. From Dan Seth. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded good, no? Oh, gosh. Maybe. <laughs> from Dan Seth. Dan Seth. Yeah. From, um, I was going to go off then and then I Oh, God. Okay. Um, yeah. No. <laughs> I got this. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with me? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, anyway, we had some friends. <laughs> Episode five of oh, Stupid Genius. Why do we turn oh, into I such goons? I feel like it's turned like a smooth wheel. Yeah, like that's how I want to feel like. With like all these cringy jokes. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your weekend? It was really good, actually. Ooh, really just, another, good. just another like wholesome weekend. Finn yeah. came to visit, so it's always good when he comes. We Aww. we went to a techno like event on Friday. Oh right, where was got that? home at four. <gasps> Half four actually. Oh my god, I know, crazy! It was actually really good though. Were you like hardcore on the booze? No, like actually no. I had three beers, which actually to be fair for me. I was drunk, but I wasn't like. Hang on, three beers kept you going till half four. Yeah, it was just really good. It was just really good. Yeah, exactly. And then um, on Saturday we had just a really nice chilled day. We went for a walk. Yeah. And met up with our friends, and then we had some dinner. And then on Sunday we went outdoors and climbed all day, and we had a beautiful, beautiful sunset. Like. I couldn't have asked that for a better weekend. That sounds amazing. You I must be so knackered much. though, yeah, yeah. right? Like that well, sounds full on. Yeah, but that sort of stuff gives me energy. That's like me resting. But like yeah, Saturday was a all day sort of, we sort of watched TV all day. But then oh, we went okay. on one little walk and one little like So that was like a bit of a recoup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. even like, like this weekend, we had friends that came to visit and they arrived at like 11pm on yeah. Friday because they were driving up from London. London, innit? London, they come from London. Actually, they weren't coming from London, but it's just down south. Yeah, yeah, so you just say London. Oh, right, yeah. Fleet, wherever that is. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. And then they arrived at like 11 o'clock. And honestly, I am tired from having to stay up on a Friday till 11 to see them. And then Lloyd and his mate, who was, it was his mate and his mate's wife. Yeah. They stayed out to like half four on Saturday morning. I'm tired just from them getting in and waking me up for like five minutes. Oh my gosh. I just don't think I could do it anymore. No, I think what it is is some people, so such like Lloyd and Vin, it doesn't feel like you're... Zap, they're zapping your energy not that there's anything bad about your friends but like hosting is it is tiring is tiring yeah. and spending time with people that are like you're just not like spending time with all the time is yeah tiring. and even though like I do obviously I love them and they're lovely they're not my friends like, no, they're exactly. Lloyd's friends and then exactly, exactly. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, slightly yeah. different I suppose and like when you're hosting it's so such a diff- such a draining experience because <laughs> yeah. you're just so you want I mean people pleaser but like you want them to have a good yeah. time you're just making sure they're okay and then and I'm always trying to sell Chester's people I don't yeah. know why I'm like isn't it nice here but I think it's because I get a lot of shit from Lloyd's friends for being northern because they're all from 
Dad's F. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, like, they, yeah, 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 yeah. But it was that. good. And we went to Ninja Warrior, so I also had a slightly active weekend. Yeah, so we both feel very yeah, sore. Bit, bit sore, Tender. bit like, yeah. But in we the know, best way possible, I think. Yeah, it's that sort of feeling where you feel, like, dead satisfied afterwards. Yeah. And, like, I yeah, feel like I could good. sleep well tonight. And I had oh, such a good too. sleep last night. I, like, melted yeah. into the bed. I was exactly the same. And we've got um, some good news in the house. Go on. Ronnie and Albie. Oh. They're not, like, mates yet. So if Molly, do- if Molly doesn't know, <laughs> if people don't know, Molly has two cats. Yes, we did talk about it, I think, on another episode. Yeah, so if you haven't listened to that. Go fucking what back. Are you doing? Listen, what are you doing? <laughs> listen to my cat stories. <laughs> listen to our voices again and again. But no, they're like, um, they'll sit on the same bed. They've even touched noses. Ronnie started flirting with him through the banister. Stop yeah, it. so we're making progress. We're making progress. I'm happy. Oh, with that in mind, then. Yeah. Should we talk about our stupids and our geniuses? I think you should go first, to be honest. Okay, so my stupid. Let's go stupid first. Mm-hmm. What was my stupid? Oh my god, yeah. Okay, so um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so. I've got loads of work to do and I've got loads of transcribing to do. So if people don't know, transcribing is just literally writing down um, interviews, so yeah. word for word. So if we were to listen to this podcast again, we'd literally write down everything we say. fucking hell to I transcribe would hate it. it. It would actually be my worst. Because we just constantly talk over yeah. each other. Also, it's horrible having to listen to your own voice. So yeah. why are we, one, doing a podcast and one God doing transcriptions? Well, anyway. as I said last week, I just sent mine off to this transcriber now. I don't even yeah, do it. It's just true. too stressful. <clears throat> Um, so, well, yeah, so lots of work, but we have some newcomers into the lab. Right. I'm easily distracted. Oh, my God. Wednesday and Thursday, zero work done. Zero work done. Well, just because you were, like, showing them around? Or... Yeah, just talking. And I felt bad because they're new and they're... We're quite settled, but they're like, oh, my God, would it pinch me, like, moments? And sort of, yeah. like, they're like, oh, my God. Can... sort of, And they're taking a lot in. Not all of them, but some... Because some people have been to LJMU before, but... I can imagine when I... I remember when I first started, it was like, what the hell is going on? And mm-hmm. and I'd be so stressed if someone was like cold, like cold shoulder to me because I'd be like, oh my God, I haven't made a bad yeah. impression. But now I get it. People are just trying to do work and busy. Um, it's so nice that you're stepping into that though and being that for them. You yes. know, like someone to be welcome. Because I remember when I first started, there was this one guy called Andrew who was just dead nice. And he said to me, like my first week, he was like, I'll come to the main building where like we're based and I'll show you around. And he like took time out of his day to actually come into the office, Aww. which he wasn't even meant to be there, to show me around, show me where the office was and stuff like that. And I felt so welcomed by that. So now every new person I like, always offer to do that. Yeah, to yeah. be honest, they never really take me up on it. No. But I think just offering Having that, nice, just being like, I'm here. Yeah, yeah so my supervisor, um, he's like, he's such a good supervisor. He's so very hands-on, but also he's, he's a good, he's a good balance, but he's very lovely and he took them all the way around. Oh, bless Everywhere him. and he showed her everything and then he introduced them to us and then we had lunch, we all had lunch together. So oh, they I did like really well. a little community in your school. I guess because you're all so hands-on and like you're all in doing physical experiments and yes. stuff. Whereas mine, everyone's just at home working. So like, really? yeah, there's not really much of like a, there's yeah. not much camaraderie, I don't think. Well, see, I'm probably that person that works from home. They're like, Emily, where have you been? I'm like, I can't work in the lab. Like, oh. I get so distracted. So that's my ju- stupid because I just... Getting distracted. Just getting distracted, doing yeah. no work if there's, like, new shiny objects. <laughs> yeah, new toys. <laughs> yeah, new toys. Um, go, you go, you go. Well, uh, <laughs> go, go, go. your goal. Your goal. Um, so my stupid is a bit... I mean, it's last week I was, like, giving it the big one let's do this journal, let's write three things that make us happy every day, or let's write three good things. Have I done it one day? Have I fucked? I literally haven't done one day. In fact, I was in the shower this morning, and I was like, oh, 
oh shit I actually and I told all the listeners to do it yeah. I told you to do it so in the last episode we were talking about resilience and there's different techniques that you can do yeah. and then one is kind of like a gratitude journal yeah sort to of. make you sort of have I guess not make like help you foster a positive mental attitude yeah. and it's to write three things every night when you yeah. get to bed that have made you happy that day have you done it yeah I did it oh my god that makes me feel even yeah, worse yeah you should feel terrible no it was actually to be fair it was actually really lovely to do and I did forget to do it and then I had to recall what I did oh my so, god now I feel like, worse about it it was actually really a really good week when I actually, look back you know at it I'm... when it feels like a very unmemorable week you should but... feel bad for not reminding me okay yeah, this it, is your fault. It, it. Women supporting women <laughs> yeah. didn't happen today. Do you want to share any of your like little good moments? Um, a couple of them. Yeah, do I you want to hear all of them? On Wednesday, Wednesday. I got, yeah, I got free coffee and free lunch. That oh was pretty God, good. That's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Just for being nice, or no uh, strikes. So. <laughs> Because across the picket line, so, so across the picket. No, there were there were obviously teachers were striking, so they gave students free. Right. Okay. But then, um, oh, is that why there was free food on Friday? Yeah, I think oh, so. I, I don't know though, like realistically. And then that that was my like I'm I love food, so I'm gonna yeah. just stick to that one. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that was sounds, a good day. That sounds good. Well, I feel a bit stupid for that because I overcommitted there essentially. Or oh, I didn't even overcommit. It's not a big commitment at all. I just was not organised enough to remember to do it. I, same, and it wasn't only till I checked my notes. I checked my notes quite a bit and I was like, oh shit, uh, I wrote this in there. Well, there so, we go, that's a lesson for me. Yeah, then. and it wasn't at the end of every day, so don't worry. No, okay, well go maybe, on. maybe I'll try next week. And I'm, I'm starting that with a maybe, just, maybe. You know, <laughs> yeah, manage safe. expectations. Yes. But what about you, genius? Genius was that I have um, had this kind of like comments in my like survey. I have a paper written for my thesis chapter and yes. I need to send it to all my supervisors. But my main supervisors gave me comments and I kind of had just had it like linger in there because I just didn't want to tackle it. I thought it was going to be a lot. Yeah. Um, and then I read through it and I was like, oh my God, Emily, this take this will take me an hour. <gasps> Did it an hour, then sent it off. That and- is the best feeling ever when you're yeah. like, oh my God, it's like, it's like punctuation, like yeah. structural stuff rather yeah. than like, you need to totally rethink this point. You know, it's like... Oh my God, yeah, yeah. You need to reword, like, you need to structure... It wasn't oh, like that. It was, it was literally just like yeah, peppering. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's It was so, so good. good. So now it's sent off to my supervisors for review and then they can obviously give me feedback and... Ter- and this is terrible for off. publication. Well, they're not um, going to tear it apart. No, no. This will be more for my thesis chapter. So. Oh, this is actual... But if they've already given you feedback, right, why would they tear it apart? So one of my supervisors have given me feedback. My main uh, supervisors... So what I do is... I, everyone works differently. Yeah. But what I do is I work with my main supervisor. We send it until he's happy for me mm-hmm. to send it off to the main group so we don't feel like we're wasting so much of the group's time because they're yeah. all very busy. And then I send it to the group for, like, final sort of comments and that sort of stuff and then we can work that way Mm -hmm. seems to be working but I never know I mean that's why I was messaging in the group chat I never know when how long is too long or too short to give feedback oh I remember so I was like is three weeks enough for a thesis chapter for five thousand yeah I think three how many thousand words five thousand yeah I mean my supervisors we say like three weeks and we're talking on like fifteen thousand words Oh, okay. Yeah, so, oh, okay. so I think that's absolutely, absolutely fine. To be honest, like, we all, we have an agreement, like, I have to give them two weeks notice if I'm going to send something, and then they will take at least two weeks to send me it back. So maybe say to you, especially now we're going into a year where there's going to be a lot of having to send them stuff, say, can we set up, like, a, uh, an agreement on yeah, what to do? Because, because it's better for them as well, because yeah. then they, they don't just, like, imagine if you're supervising students and you're, like, I don't know, busy in every other aspect of your work life, and then on a Monday morning you just get 
this like four thousand word document you're not expecting. Yeah, it's shit for them. It's as well, shit for them. It? They're like fucking out. Yeah. Oh, God, so like in a way, this. if like I, my supervisors already know to expect a chapter from me, like which month. Oh, amazing. Like, we've already agreed it Okay, for the next year. I'm going to do yeah. that in my next supervisory meeting. Yeah, it's good because also it holds you accountable yeah. to, like, timelines as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. cool. So there we go. Try that. Easy. So my genius is um, more... Oh, yes, so my genius is last week. Do you remember I was going to go to a conference in Newcastle and then oh, train yeah. strikes? I couldn't go. I was a bit gutted because I had, like, a nice fancy hotel booked for a couple of nights. I know. But, um, but it was really nice of them, even though the conference did go ahead in person. They, um, even though the conference did go ahead in person they set it up so I could present virtually yeah and I was actually really nervous I think because I haven't done a presentation in ages in fact I don't know if I've ever done one where I'm on zoom and everyone's in a room together do you know what I mean because obviously oh, I presented online yeah. where everyone's online you're massive on the screen yeah and I could like on the screen I could just see a room of people oh I couldn't gosh. see individual people that's so much worse because yeah, well, you I like to lock eyes with people that are giving me yeah that's nods. what I mean so it's <laughs> like smiley like, nods you're like <laughs> but then in the same way in a, in a way it was good because then like I could just pretend no one was there to humanise them yeah so I did this presentation and um afterwards I got really good feedback and one woman was like um she said to me, oh, it's so hard to present on Zoom to a room full of people. She was like, but you did it so well. You made it so engaging. You've created a really good conversation. Oh, she was amazing. like, it was really interesting. Anyway, she was really, really nice about it. And then afterwards, I gave her the old Google. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, really, um, what's the word, like, prolific in my area. She's oh, been researching. Yeah, she's a professor for, like, 20 years. That's so good. And as well, literally when I hung up, on Zoom, I got an email from her straight away saying, just want to say, well done again, that was brilliant, and I really enjoyed it. No fucking way. That's so, so good. So maybe, confidence boost. yeah, maybe next step we can talk about pre- presenting. Yes. And yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to, you know, present with passion, I guess. And also, like, um, in a different vein, like, I mentioned it to my supervisor, and she was like, okay, let's pop her on a list, because obviously we're now in our third year and we have to start scouting for potential external examiners mm, don't we yes so it's like finding people that so maybe show an interest but yeah. also you're not too close to and stuff yeah, like that yeah, so that's good yeah it was a, yeah. it was a bit of a boost and i think it probably as well quite nicely leads on to our topic for today yes. because she stroked my ego oh my god yeah <laughs> i had style. the same thing when i um i presented at um oh, just for the, my like funders yeah. on friday and um I didn't really prep that well, but I got an email saying, well done, your presentation, like a great presentation. And then I also got a message from a friend going, oh my God, I feel inadequate with all your awards and stuff. And I was thinking... So is that your genius? Well, that's another genius. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking, oh my God, stop it, guys. I know, it's terrible, isn't it? But like, My my head's growing. Yeah, well, we'll come on to it, but I want to hear genius first. And then I did we'll... say it. Did you? Did I? No. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> what was it again? Um, oh, the feedback. The, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I sent off my chapter. I was almost, yes. Yeah, I forgot. You sent me off and the feedback wasn't as bad. Yes. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about stroking egos then. Well, yeah. Let's get ready to ramble. <gasps> let's get ready to ramble. You said you wouldn't say. Oh, shit. <laughs> Today's subject is we've already talked about it but we're gonna say it again stroking egos yeah stroking that ego why did we want to talk about this subject today well i guess like in academia there's a lot of big egos and it's hard to not become one of those big egos and i can see I it i can imagine and i can i mean we talked about a little bit like 
our is our our egos that big that we've decided to start a podcast? I mean, I like to think not, but then look at us. We're here recording ourselves. I don't know. I don't think I have a big ego. No, but I, I can don't. see it growing, and I have caught myself every now and then thinking that. And this sounds awful, but like my, I'm like I when I compare to Vin when he's working sometimes, I'm like no, but I'm busy. Like mine's more important almost in a way that's like no but I don't think you realise how stressed I am like I and then I'm like whoa you have to check yourself check yourself because that is that that shit will get annoying that shit will get yeah I'm thinking (laughs) it's gonna be like it's like what the hell (laughs) yeah no it's funny I mean yeah at the moment I don't think I do have I'm still too stuck I guess it sort of links to imposter syndrome. You're either an imposter, probably, yeah. or you're... Because you're, you're overcompensating. It's going to be one of the other. Yeah. And I'm definitely still in that phase of not feeling like an expert. Because I do think big egos come with that expert status, don't they? Exactly. I very much still feel like a student. Yes. And le- someone who's learning. Yeah, it flip, flip-flops. And I think, yeah, you sort of... Um, I don't know, you can create that big ego if you want to but like you yeah. don't have to before we get talking about ego i guess have you got a little definition about what ego actually is yeah so it is um the first definition is a personal sense of self-esteem or self-importance which actually doesn't sound too bad well i suppose what we're actually talking about then is inflated ego in it rather yeah. than just ego on its own so um it's the part of the mind that meditates between the conscious and the unconscious and is responsible for really testing and a sense of personal identity. So this kind of goes into the personal branding and everything yeah. we talked about, um, imposter syndrome. I seem to remember, like, from my uh, psychology A-level days, about 20 years ago, no, not 20 years ago, ages, um, <laughs> it feels she, like 20 years ago. Yeah. Don't age yourself like that. <laughs> but um, isn't the ego something like the ego balances the id or something? Yes. Like, the id is, the, like, the animal in you that just would, like, yeah. piss up a wall and go and have sex in the street and then your ego is the thing that like um brings controls you, yes, you a bit is that yeah. right there's going to be some sort of psychology student know. absolutely grimacing because yeah. i didn't right do now. psychology but something like that so you like need that. what i'm trying to say i guess is that you need ego like ego is good to, to a an certain extent. degree yeah for sure yeah and it's when that ego yeah. gets too big i suppose that it becomes a problem yeah so like doing a phd i think especially going into our final years you have to become quite selfish yes and that can lend to like becoming a bit egotistical in the sense of like i don't know i need to get this work done nothing else matters yeah me 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 well i was thinking as well because like i think i'm sure there's a lot of professions right where egos there's a lot of big egos Mm -hmm. i imagine Mm. but i think a lot of people would agree that academia is definitely a bit of a playground for big egos yes and especially for not for us so we're talking about we might have big egos and all that sort of stuff but i see it more and more in the people that are higher up positions oh 100 percent, yeah because they 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 do just get told how good they are all the time and we don't get told that we don't get told we don't have positive constructive criticism often or like not positive reinforcement positive reinforcement yeah. we don't get like thank yous you're doing really well we get sort of do this better do this better do this better um whereas the people high up will get rewarded with you know grants awards yes um us super, us uh, little students going wow thank you so oh, much amazing. that's amazing thanks yeah. for working with me da, da, da. and then the more they get that the more like it literally like awards win awards yeah and that sort of sense of and i was thinking of it is like it is a little bit like social media academia in the sense of like 
on social media, there's this like currency of validation, isn't there? Like how many likes oh you get. God, yeah. Like with academia, people literally judge themselves on how many citations they get. I was about to say, we were literally talking about this at the pub. They were yeah. saying how many, how many, like what's your score? And it's so like, I don't like that at all, but I'm sure that I will fall into that trap because it is literally how you are like how you're determined worth isn't it it's like how many citations so for people that are listening that might not know what that means is like when you're a researcher and you publish your work then other researchers will reference your work and each time your work gets referenced that counts as a citation so like some papers might literally they might be groundbreaking and they might have like 200,000 citations Mm -hmm. others like someone might work on a paper for three years and might get 25 citations (laughs) but also you can't just have one paper that's got 2,000 citations you've got to have 10 papers with a lot of citations to get your number up basically H index yeah yeah yeah. so so essentially like but I was listening to that conversation and thinking oh okay that makes sense okay I need to get more published paper I need to and I was like already going okay well that's what I need to work towards now like that's a new thing that I need to figure out but it is a shame isn't it because and this is I guess I guess like a whole other topic but I do sometimes worry and I'm sure this is not a novel thought but like why what are we here for like why are we researching because I think a lot of people higher up especially they're not doing it for the research they're doing it for, for the, the citations, ego. for the H index, you know, mm-hmm. it's a pissing contest. A lot it of really it. Is. it actually is. Well, I, uh, oh, oh, I think it's like you know when there's very important people. I see it happen, and I see it just seems like a dick swing contest. Yeah, it just it, you're literally like, oh my god, like putting big egos together. It is wild just watching them like navigate. Just I don't want to generalize either, but you got to say it. it it's is men. men. <laughs> I'm sorry, lads out it's there. The because when I see um, women getting together and discussing, it is a discussion. Yeah, it yeah. is, like, exciting. It's not, like, who's better. It is, well, especially who I surround more myself with. It's more supportive. Like, yeah. Women supporting women. And well, we're all bigging each other up. And obviously there's probably, I don't know, there's, we're being quite, like, general. But there probably are some people that... Oh, I'm sure there's some women that do it. But generally, I think it is, it is yeah. more men. And, like... You see it a lot at conferences, don't you? Oh it is my gosh. literally, it is. It's how big is your knob? Because yes. this is how big yeah, my yeah, yeah, yeah. But like one of my supervisors told me, she, um, she said that, and she is very prolific in her own right, you know, but she, her ego, from what I can tell anyway, is completely under control. Yes, you know, yeah. she's not, she's not up herself or anything like that. And um, she hates all this. Like, she really doesn't pander to it at all, yeah. which I like about that. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, she's still got to a She's still level. grounded. I must admit, she probably could have been even more, like, prolific. Is in, like, um, on, in the circle in terms of yeah. networking if she had pandered to it. But I respect her for not. Cause, yeah. You know, but she said that at a conference once this man in a grey suit, you know, type. Yeah. Literally came up to her and was like, <laughs> you know the type. You do the day, yeah. It's like the academic version of a fuckboy. <laughs> yeah, you can literally, and like, you can just imagine in school, he was probably like, bless him, a nobody, and suddenly he's discovered his power. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he'd like, come up to her and said, um, oh, hi, 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 you know, like, introduce himself. Oh. And then was like, so what's your score? Yeah. And she was like, um, sorry, what? And he was like, your H index? And how many citations have you got? Nice to meet you. I'm, <laughs> and she said she was just like, no, not no. today, thank you. I'm not engaging in that. Like, yeah, what the fuck? I just find oh that my so gosh. weird. You can look it up if you're really that desperate. But like, in what other profession does that happen? Oh can you imagine? God. In like, oh, or, I, I, like if you're um, working in Starbucks, they're like, so how many coffees have you made? <laughs> exactly. How yeah. many coffees have you made? Yeah, yeah. Mm, I mean, oh, only only ten. Okay, 
Okay. It's just bizarre, isn't it? And like, what what is it about academia, I suppose, that allows that to happen? Yeah, and I was thinking like, it 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 gives you that sense of small kind of celebrity yes aspect to it because people know your name people are slick i mean i we all had to do it to get into the mm. to the like you know if if you're going for an interview you know to look up who's interviewing you yeah. and to cite their own work because people like to be like oh my work's getting somewhere yeah. but what it does is it just feeds that ego and it feeds that sort of like almost that power imbalance yeah well it's like in another episode i was talking do you remember about the guy that i met in seattle who was like yeah. i was like oh he's like a celebrity and yeah. i got to speak to him and everyone wanted pictures with him yeah what the fuck like i was buying into that as well then because really he's just he's and there's this like illusion that they're more intelligent mm. but actually they're just like 40 years ahead it Literally, doesn't necessarily mean they've just got more work yeah same with the the board of governors coming in everyone was like ah they're coming in they're coming in board of governors and and they were like you that's whoa like it took me ages to build up the confidence to say anything to them because they're just people uh, but, but to me i was like well they're just people i'm not gonna be like oh i better but I better not that- talk or but the more that that people do that the more they're like yes we are the yeah yeah be, you know they weren't like they were actually lovely but, but. And, and a lot of academics that are lovely as well but i do definitely think there is that tendency to yeah yeah and then people want to work with them so it, it's all of that isn't it but i think what really breeds it is because to survive in academia and to well not just to survive but to thrive in academia you have to be competitive. We've said that before. Yes. It's a highly competitive environment. So you've got to work hard. You've got to overwork. You've got to yeah, put in the hours. Yeah, and I think that competitiveness does breed You don't have to. Evil. Can I just put that out there? You don't. Well, <laughs> well, you, you have to in, in order to survive in the way academia mm. is set up now. I don't think academia needs to be this way. But the way that it is, you have to it's, be like that. Yeah, I think I read something on the... Um, it's so I'll read this because it's quite a nice little Ooh, thing. Okay, but academ- academia is bad for the soul, it's bad for mental health and for psychological well being. The individual reward system of academia, um, the ambiguity of evaluation criti- criteria, the lack of control over the products academia are evaluated on, they all create a culture of fear. Fear invites different coping and protection mechanisms, one of them is the ego. Fed on a diet of fear and occasionally success that carries the author's name in bold letters that inflates mm. their ego. And then they just go on and on to sort of say how this like fear and fester of like, oh, I must do more, must do more. You then get qualifi- you get qualifications, you do more, and then you get more like egotistical because you're like, oh, okay, I've won an award or I've done that yeah. or I've got a paper. And-, and also, I guess it doesn't help that you do it as, like, obviously we do collaborate and in, in you write papers together and stuff like that, but you are often an individual person, right? You're not working as an, well, you're part of an organisation, but it's you that has a score. It's you that has a citation mm-hmm. count. So it's all very much, like, turned inward, isn't yeah. it, on yourself? And I think that in itself is very, that breeds yeah. egoism because, yeah. like, you're having to just think about yourself all and the time. And no one checks in on them. I feel like no one goes... I would never dare, not that my supervisors, I would never dare go though to my supervisor like, hang up, what the, can you like, your ego's huge, can you simmer down? I would never dare do that. Luckily I don't have to, but. Yeah, and no one would, would they? It's like that guy who, actually I must admit, the one that I said is like basically a celebrity. Yeah. He was really lovely. I was actually, it sounds awful, but I was actually surprised because he was like a really nice guy. But at the same time, you know, you can tell that 
there is a level of expectance there. He's he expects to be treated in a certain way, I think, and yeah. he expects. It's like say if you co-author a paper, right? Yeah. They're going to expect to be a main author, aren't yes. they? Regardless of how much work they do, probably. Oh, for because sure. it's like I'm here. I've worked to get here. I deserve this now. So no just... matter how many times I say like two people, I'm like, oh, like I read a paper. You and they're like, oh, which one? Probably don't know. Like I've been in many. Like oh, probably. Like oh, yeah, I probably one. read through it. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. They, they like the amount of papers that some people are on, especially like they don't know they're on them or don't know what they're about or like oh, it's so shit though because then like what is the purpose of that? Also, you're putting your name on that and you don't know what's going on. I like. find that really strange. And do you know what I think is quite a marker of someone with a big ego is you know when you read a paper and most of the citations are their own papers oh, from my. previous years. <laughs> like, I get that there needs to be an element of that, perhaps, but if yeah. you're only citing your own work, yeah, like, bad. come on. Come on, it's Do bad. You know I mean? Diversify like, your fucking citations, oh, mate. absolutely. Like, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's everything we can talk about that festers into impo- um, ego, sorry, imposter syndrome. You then create this sort of persona so that you, you get, overcompensate you overcompensate almost, yeah. so then that boosts your ego because the more you act like confident and like big I am the more you're going to believe it and yeah. then and then it's going to go above and beyond what you kind of wanted to achieve which is just like normal confidence and I guess the only way you succeed in academia is by um sort of like getting things that result in an ego, i.e. good oh, reviews on yeah. papers, um, awards, grants. Um, me, uh, before, saying, buzzing about that feedback I got, that presentation. Yeah, like, yeah. Why did I need that, that external, external validation? validation. Yeah. That is literally what it is, but I think... And personal brand as well. Like, you have to plaster yourself on LinkedIn, Twitter. Yeah. Like, so you no have to talk wonder. big about yourself. It's horrible. You have to go, look at how well I'm doing. Yes, I'm amazing. Yeah. So it's hardly surprising that, you know, 30 years of this... There's no surprise that the profs that are like at the end of their careers have fucking got massive heads. <laughs> they are like, like levitating. Yeah, <laughs> they've had gods. 30 years of people of just, being like, "You're amazing," and yeah. 30 years of them going, "I'm amazing." Uh, why are they talking like this? Yeah. Oh my god. Right. So if if we do this, um, if we make this check, career check in academia, me. yeah, let's let's make have we gone sure... past though? Are we just definitely not? I still feel like a fraud. <laughs> Why do we think people want to listen to us? <laughs> I don't. I just like listening. Me In fact, too. I don't even like listening. I just like doing it. I just like talking. I just like talking. I just like talking. So I found. Have you? I found some sort of um, ways to deal with people with well, egos. I thought before we get onto that, maybe let's say about why actually it's a problem to have too much ego in academia. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Other than the fact that it's fucking yeah, annoying. Because by right now, you're probably thinking, well, if they're really successful and we're getting money and they're getting citations yeah, and they're getting the papers, what's the problem? Exactly. So, like, here's here's the problem. Here it is. It's me. Um, well, what? <laughs> that was the problem with me. That was Emily singing, not me. I it just was... want that clear for the sake. <laughs> oh, my God. As a side note, at the weekend, I listened. No, I didn't. I watched the Taylor Swift documentary. <laughs> I've wanted to watch it for ages. I was again, I haven't watched it. It's so good, and I'm not gonna lie, I was not a Swifty. Oh, I love Taylor Swift. Well, I've I've loved her new album. I don't I don't listen to her music, but I like her as a person. Like her, yeah. And Apart me from too. the private jets, she needs to stop that. Yes, Gosh. I saw that the other day, like 200 trips a year. Yeah, that's that's what that song was about. <laughs> what song? <laughs> Climate change. <laughs> it's me. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm the problem. But honestly, it's so good, and I already like admired her as a person from what I did know. Mm. But from watching that, oh my god, what a genius! She literally is. She's a genius. But shit, totally forgot what I was talking about now. Um, uh, oh, you watched this? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that was the that was the tangent. Going oh. back onto the topic, oh, I think okay. what I was going to say. If I wasn't, here we go. I'm saying it anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so like 
the problem with, I guess, inflated re- ego, oh, I saw, saw the term runaway ego, which I thought was oh, quite nice. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Um, the reason why it's a problem is it can actually become like a barrier to your own growth, but also the impact you can have as a researcher. Okay. Because the bigger the ego, the less um, open to learning you are. And the idea is that, like, rather than seeing yourself as a student who can learn things and can, you know, learn things from others, etc., mm-hmm. you think of yourself as the expert. Well, once you're an expert, there's no room for growth then, is no. there? You're not open to, like, uh, new ideas and stuff like that. You're not reflecting, you're not... Exactly, sort of, yeah. And it's sort of... Um, you feel like you've you've reached your... Yeah. You're like, I'm done now. Which is crazy, because no I, one can ever reach that, I right? hope I never feel that way. I hope no. I, I always feel like this. Well, if we feel to, like that, it's wrong, isn't it's it? It's wrong. There's you, you always something to Always learn. something to improve, always something to learn, always, obviously, to a certain degree, don't always think, oh my God, I'm, I need to change, but like... No, not change, but just like be open to it, I think. Yeah. And like, because every year, like, new students are going to come in who have new ideas. And teach us new things, even with the whole equity, diversity, inclusivity yeah. matter. Like... I am still on that journey of learning and I never want to be done. I never want to be like, no, I'm I'm a perfect person. I yeah. like I know my privilege and I'm good. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and there's no more work needs to be done because that's not the They're reality. the most like yeah. They're they're the people that need to do the most work, aren't they? Yeah. Usually. Um but yeah, and then it was also this article I read was also saying that it actually narrows your purpose because rather than thinking about what is my research going to do and which mm-hmm. we've sort of touched on mm-hmm. instead you're just thinking about how can I improve my citation score yes. or my H index or whatever it is um, and then they also used the idea of like this obsession with feeling special so like being obsessed with your own specialness <laughs> oh um, just it doesn't leave any room for you to focus on your bigger research goals and stuff because uh, you're just thinking about I'm, do people yeah. like my presentation oh. am I going to get citation scores you know stuff yeah. like that I do suppose. people yeah do people like what I'm doing yeah I'm not like other researchers yeah but do they but do these people with big ears do they even question that some of them I don't, I don't know so. I don't think so and I've got a prime example but I'll come on to it Go when on. you give no come on let's hear some tactics for managing um, let's have a look then so <laughs> whoa this, this <laughs> the first one is <laughs> oh god I'm excited ask yourself is the problem you <laughs> So, wow. well, so this is this is basically sort of how to deal with if you're if you're working with big egos at work. This is how to manage them. Firstly, the first step is navigating the egos in the office or wherever you work, um, and your own ego could be more problematic than you think. Mm-hmm. So it could be shifting um, your perspective of others and what is really causing the drama in quotations right so um do you sort of ask yourself do you always feel like you need to be right are you content uh, like consistently challenging other people's opinions and the decisions of others what so is the idea that actually the reason why you think this person has a video that you don't like is just because actually they're inhibiting your ego <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah basically and okay. like um are you able to take constructive criticism um and like you know that sort of stuff because if you can't take constructive criticism if you're getting your back up against the wall like yeah it is probably your it is probably your ego yeah your and ego you need to wounded. you know yeah so this is more about how to manage your own ego is well, it well that one is but then this is um another one is which kind of feeds i don't know if i agree with this validate their work nope <laughs> they've had enough <laughs> they've had enough sometimes the big egos are just desperate for some love right okay so in some instances i can see that but in academia the sort of people mm. i'm thinking of anyway yeah do not need any more validation so like, i don't think i yeah i agree but i think if you're looking for an easy life 
and you want to just get along with them and you don't want if there's friction at work just validate them oh no I get that and I do yeah. that all the time but that is what has caused the problem that's what's in academia. Problem. So that like, is the shit that we're in yeah. that is because we've had years of people yeah. doing that what's either you sort of break free and you try and change academia or you take the easy route route out and just go okay I'm just going to follow it and I'm just going to mm. ask yeah <laughs> fluff off their asses but it's so annoying because if you don't fluff up people's asses if you don't want to fluff up people's asses you're not going to get as far you're not going to get as far and that's so annoying so annoying it's it's finding that balance so for me I enjoy praising people I enjoy fluffing asses I enjoy fluffing asses I do but not obviously to the people that I think oh my gosh you need to yeah of course like credit when credit's due credit when credit's due it's it's hard to find a balance so it's it's sort of finding that balance and sort of bigging up people but not not the people that are like I don't know. Oh, it's, it's really so hard. I know I've done it. I've I know I've licked asses low, especially at conferences. I met this one guy who is a big name to be fair, and I yeah. was like and I said it in a jokey way, but I was like, Wow, are you the and then I said his name. I'm not uh, gonna say it now. Yeah, yeah. Not that he listens, he's like some amazing American <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but straight away I could tell that he warmed me. He like yeah. invited me to do like um to meet in a city one time he's like, Oh, we can work together on this thing. Like I don't think he'll ever do yeah. it. I think See, it, was... it terrifies me when someone goes, oh yeah, no, I've seen you before. I've seen you presentate. And I'm like, what? Uh, what? I don't think <laughs> that's ever happened to me. I need to obviously oh, um, like, yeah. no, no. put myself out there. And sometimes at climb, and if like, if I, like someone's talking to me, they're like, oh, you know, yeah, I've seen you around. I'm like, really? Well, you know what it's going to be <laughs> What soon. was I doing? Was I doing something stupid? <laughs> soon it'll be, oh yeah, I've heard your podcast. <laughs> no, no, I'm getting that a lot in the department. <gasps> It's actually stressful. Like, staff? They're like, oh, like, no, 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 not staff. Oh, not right. yet. I have not, like, reached Apart from... Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I listen to... I've li- I follow your podcast. And I'm like... <laughs> panicking, like, no! I think your network is carrying our listener base. I need to, like, get some no, more No, listeners. no, no, no. Um, know the limits. So it's fine balancing... Um, it's a fine balance between this is what we just basically talked about figuring out how much to give an ego and then when to sort of pull back a little bit mm-hmm. um, or push back so getting the best out of people often requires appealing to their ego but give them too much and they will be continually expected for that so if you keep right. if you stroke an ego once <laughs> you're gonna have to stroke and get your like, arm, get your arm lim- nice and limber. Because yeah, for the sake of the audio, there's lots of like air stroking going on. Um, so um, it's, it's like when you give a cat an attention, like one stroke, they're like, no, 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 more please, <laughs> yeah. more please. Um, another way is avoid, ignore, and forget them. Huh? So this this <laughs> may savage. or may not be possible depending on their relationship, but it's possible um, to just try and forget like them completely. And don't work with them and just ignore them. Mm. Basically. Well, this is the other thing as well, is like big egos, like the, the whole thing of the being big egos in academia, it sort of fosters that competitiveness, which I get we need to an extent. Yeah. But I do think it shuts down collaboration as well, which is so important yeah. for research, isn't it? Like the people that collaborate are the ones that do really meaningful research, I think. Yeah. But if everyone, if there's too many big egos that all think they're you know idea is the best that is not going to help with collaboration it's everyone just shouts over each other yeah and everyone's so just suppose... like my opinion's best my opinion's best my opinion's best and you're like okay well all good points but can we come yeah to this a... is never going to work yeah, yeah and yeah. i suppose that tip of just being like okay well i just won't work with those people yeah i suppose that is helpful it's a shame though. it's a shame i do see it as well like with big egos they you just sort of go okay i'm going to work with this person this person this person because they're up high mm. um and obviously that 
creates a whole load of issues. We need to start thinking about diversifying our collaborations, diversifying our yeah. citations. And what I mean by that is looking for a citation done by, like, written by a woman, looking for, um, uh, I don't know, a collaboration with a black researcher, you know, because yeah. because they are not getting given the chances. And they will be just as good. And you know what? Well, oh, but oh. it's just because they don't have that, like... The springboard. The springboard. Yeah, like they're they're just, they're going to get pushed aside. And I actually think that as well as being the people that are doing the research, when you're in a teaching capacity, this is so important. Because I remember, like, obviously, you know, studying philosophy at undergrad and postgrad as well, most of our reading list was white men. Mm. Like, it was. I think we had a couple of women dotted in there. Very little um, people from ethnic minorities and things like that. It was all white men. And now I'm in a position where I am actually teaching people mm. I really try to make sure that my um, the, the material I'm basing my teaching on yeah. is even, just, diverse even like photos I like actively search and annoyingly you can't just search um, old, old couple and a nice diverse couple come oh, up. you have mean. to physically search them but I have to put I, I want to put um, you need to see a range of diverse when you're Definitely. presenting photos when you're citations yeah. like but like everything. with the teaching thing I think like for example, say if there was a topic... Right, I'm just going to say, for example, like the ethical theory deontology, right, mm-hmm. is, which, I mean, I'm using that because we've talked about it before, yeah. is um, attributed to this white man mm-hmm. from, like, the 18th century, right? Yeah. So he is always, 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 always yeah. going to be mentioned again. Yeah. And then there's a few key authors, again, white men, mm-hmm. who have talked about him, right? Yeah. And so if for the next 50 years, every single lecturer that teaches that subject is going to use those authors... Well, of course, no one else is ever going to get prolific in the area no. because there's no room for it. There's, Do you know what I mean? There's literally no room to... Yeah, yeah, because we don't... I'm not saying knock the people from the top off the top, but yeah. equally, like... Make room. Make room, Make room, because there is room. Yeah. And even holding, like, scientists accountable for what they've done, so we have the same. We base a lot of statistics on, like, white males' work, which is fine. That's absolutely fine. But what doesn't get told is they had bias in it because they were mm-hmm. racist they were sexist and just holding them accountable we can still use their work but just saying but they also did this like and acknowledge it. acknowledge it because then it kind of gives lays down that boundary of like this is what we expect we expect better from our researchers yes we can't you can't keep going on and being like well it's fine ignore because mm-hmm. it just doesn't we need to be obviously transparent and hold accountable we've really gone off on a tangent but i do well, think i do funny. think like egos do fester into that as well of like that classic but like we panicking sort of i i see it with my male friends in that panic of like wait but like what like the world you know is there any space for me yet like because like the world's going like completely the other way and like we're hiring so many oh, women like you know that panic but i think that comes with the ego because yeah, yeah like, i do they just expect to see themselves in higher paid job yeah. roles they just expect to get these higher paid job roles and it's that fear that it's gonna be you know you know there's not space for them and it's like yeah. wow like this is what we felt yeah welcome to our <laughs> yeah, so i would like to share a couple of i don't know i'm putting you on the spot here because i have one example of when i was met with someone with an um i've never experienced ego like it really at a conference Oh, go on. Yeah, so I obviously am not going to use his name, but I went to a conference last year in Croatia, mm-hmm. right? Oh, you guys, um, this is risque. Oh, what? Someone narrowing it down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Oh, he was what? wearing burgundy shoes. <laughs> his ego is so big, there's no his fucking way he's listening to it. 
his name with names. He was named Stuart. <laughs> just to clarify, his name was not Stuart. Um, but no, right. So I had been warned about him before okay. I went. Oh, wow. Because by my supervisor, one of my supervisors. Yeah. Because he is, yeah. Anyway, he actually refers to himself as the king of, and I'm not going to say what's <laughs> of, because I would narrow it down too much. Oh my God, that's icky. Honestly, <laughs> it's vile, right? Stinky. And he, whenever he goes to a conference, he takes like this little, oh, like little fucking posse of PhD students and they all just like, um, uh, 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 like they're uh, all just like congregated around him. He may, they may as well have like fucking, what did they watch Jesus disgusting. with? Like palms. Oh <laughs> Do you know God. what I mean? He's on and, a power um, trip. Honestly, huge power trip, right? And he actually like calls himself the king. the king. And then he spoke to me. I got quite friendly with one of his PhD students mm. like over the couple of days. Yeah. So I was there on my own. Yes. She said nice. And then he met me through that and he had a full conversation with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was a small conference because it wasn't like the full conference. It was a sustainability offshoot of it, yeah. which is what my area is. And um, and then literally like, I can't remember if it was like a few hours later or like the next morning, um, he spoke to me and he was like, who are you? Oh, I don't know you. Oh, do you know what? I probably have spoken to you, but do you know what? I just speak to so many people that like, you're just not memorable basically. And um, that's essentially what he said. And he was like, I'm just like the king. So I just can't remember everyone. No. I was no. Like, bleh, bleh. Oh my God. I, I would laugh. I don't think I would. I be- was in shock. But the, do you know what really pissed me off? The worst thing about it, right? Is I met this woman there who was really nice. And me and her were talking. Mm-hmm. And she was like taking the piss out of him. Like laughing about it. And saying like, oh God. And she even said like something about his head's not going to fit through the door. Something like that. Yeah. And then about two minutes later, me and her were in this conversation and I felt really lucky to be speaking to her Yes, because she and herself is like quite, mm-hmm. and, you know, I was feeling really lucky. He came over and cut me off, like literally interrupted what I was saying. Yeah. And she turned her back to me, started talking to him and then they both closed me out of the conversation and like moved so I wasn't even in the conversation. Oh my and God. And I was just stood there like, oh my God, you dick. Like, it was almost worse of her because she, she just told She acknowledged me. it. And yeah. then she's just feeding into it. Yeah, so I literally just went, okay then. And I just walked away. Yeah, Honestly, fair. it was so weird, but... Um, oh my yeah, God, that the king. king. The, the king. king. Who calls himself the king? That's disgusting. Oh, uh, I just so found out that my my ex called... His Instagram tag is Alpha. Alpha and then his name. Oh, uh, Disgusting. No. Just, if anyone's doing this... Please check this check yourself and like it's just it gives Andrew Tate vibes. If people are acting like they like you, that is key in it's acting. It <laughs> they don't really like they you. Don't like no, you. Nobody likes that, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't. They're know. They're friends with you because they think it's useful. I'm sorry, but like that guy, the king. Oh, people. See, she was just talking yeah. badly on her, but she, she thinks it's useful, or like, or maybe secretly, you know, she has imposter syndrome and she is being validated by him speaking to yeah, her. Yeah, maybe. It all maybe. feeds into each other, it? all feeds it? In, and it's just a fester of Have things. Have you got anyone that you've met that you thought, fucking hell, that's just Oh, I don't... Actually, no, I don't. Not, uh... Not to that extent. <laughs> not to that extent. Or, like, I do get that, yeah, people think, oh, don't talk... Oh, I'm not going to bother talking to her because they underestimate me, basically. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I'm a female, young researcher. Yeah. Um, but I'm quite loud, so I, I start speaking up. And this is another, like advice is speak okay, up go on. so um, there's only so much you can take when the ego in your office becomes like crosses the line pull them up on it sort of speak up and um, sort of take them aside and tell them 
what what's what but that's not I what i was talking about i don't think i is. could do that but what i do is if you if you're not speaking to i will walk up and go hi oh right yeah yeah don't fucking ignore like don't yeah. pretend i'm not there it is so rude mm. it happens i mean it happened along international women's day it's like i never really get we were quite new to the thing to the place never really spoken to anyone but on international women's day everyone was asking for photos for us because, oh, because really? we're, a women, we're, we're women in research. And I just thought, this is this has made me angry, actually. Yeah. Because it, this is just... It's like token appreciation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I sort of said something. I was like, this is not okay. I do think, like, speaking up when you can is definitely good advice. But for people like you can't us that it. are just start, starting out, I think it's important. I think my advice, and this is to myself as well, because, you know, <laughs> I'm no way near being past coping with this. But I would say just, like stay true to yourself and you know don't let it affect what you're doing those yeah. people are always going to exist these people with these massive mm-hmm. bloody egos back to what we said i can't remember what but like a phd is a part of your life it's not your life academia yes. is a part of your life it's not your life please create a personality outside of academia and, actually, and don't let it consume you i reckon that is key i reckon if i put together all the people that i've experienced like the king and all these other people i reckon academia is their lives but surely sure. they're trying to prove something because yeah. i know i started my phd on the wrong foot i wanted to prove to people that i was smart i right. was this i've changed it now like i actually enjoy what i do but i when i think about it that is genuine uh, that's what I, why i started it because i've been told my whole life i'm dyslexic i'm stupid duh, duh, duh. oh yeah so i wanted to prove something to people to everyone that like look how well i'm doing i'm smart and within the first year i was like big I am like I'm doing a PhD I feel superior and now I like I've checked myself and gone yes. what the fuck you're just not like and it's not your life and get a grip and you but enjoy also, it but like, like it's a job a lot of people that probably come into academia are similar in that way yeah they probably come in with vulnerabilities and like with insecurities about how you know capable or how intelligent yeah. they are which all links to that one imposter syndrome two resilience all of that all, it all of that. links together yeah. and so you know you're almost primed you're yeah. like a prime um, person to have an inflated ego mm. because you've actually started off yeah. with a bruised one in a way yes. so it's like yeah yeah because yeah. you you're then trying to prove yourself and working like it's just yeah yeah and you yeah so but yeah I think it is a bit of a minefield isn't it yeah we've tried to cover it but I don't think we've even sort of touched on it no. I would say the last thing is like what we've kind of said is celebrate collaborations acknowledge the outcome of team efforts rather than the individual contributions of the work such as the outcomes involved so this can be tricky for managing egos, but don't just, I mean, I try and do this with like all my research. I'm not, I don't think I work with big egos, but I like will thank the public advisors as much as I would thank my main supervisor, as mm. much as I thank the participants, as much as I thank myself. Yeah, just like valuing everyone equally. Value everyone equally rather than just going, well, this guy or girl. So I keep going back to the guy, but it feels like, to be honest, I use guys sort of to just to mean just, anybody. Yeah, 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 same. Yeah. Um, also, I need to stop saying girl because it's annoying. Oh, girl instead of woman? Yeah, why do I do that? It's so annoying. What do you mean? Well, I'll go, um, oh, girl. that girl over there rather than that woman. But because I struggle with Yeah, you much. wouldn't say boy, would you? No. Or maybe you would. Maybe I would. <laughs> I don't know. know. Anyway, I don't We digress. Um, yeah, basically trying to say thank you to everyone rather than... Yeah, No yeah. matter how little the part is. Yes. Even though you, sometimes you don't want to be like, say thank you because you're like, you did fucking jack shit. What you... <laughs> oh it's God. all about me. It's all about me. I did all the work. <laughs> it's 
all about my ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, one last little point before we finish. I, and I do think the whole ego thing in academia is not helped by the fact that a lot of academics have never worked in industry. Um, as in, you know, they go from school to university to PhD to research. And let's be honest, right? Academia is like a pretend world. It's not like the real world, academia. No. You're basically... What I'm trying to say, and I don't mean this in like... A lot of the people that are really senior academics, they've never left school, essentially. Like, they're still they're still at school. Just a baby. And I do, no, but I do think there's this thing where they've maybe, oh, I don't know, lacked that... Um, you, you Real gain, world yeah, experience. Like life experience. Yeah, and you gain something from, from working in industry. And I think just being an academic all your life, you're a bit sheltered maybe. For sure. And so it becomes... It, like we said if it becomes your whole world and you know and you feel like you've dedicated your life to this one research topic of course you feel like you're so knowledgeable in it and that's why you want to swing your dick and be yeah. like oh I know that most <laughs> exactly. you're wrong I've spent 10 years on this thing yeah um, so and you like don't want to be told out. that it's like wasted time exactly that and I think you know they just need to step out of themselves a little bit and like mm. get back into get the world get a life Get a fucking life, mate. I feel like we have bashed people today. Me too. I I haven't thought of anyone specific apart from the king now. Oh, honestly. And do you know what the worst thing about him was? Yeah. He spat when he talked. Oh. Talked? Yeah. That's the right word. When he spoke. Yeah. Every time it was like a shower of spit in my face. And then you know when like at one point he spat so much over me. You know when you're like desperate to wipe your face. Yeah. But that's it. I felt bad. I didn't want to make him embarrassed that he'd spat all over me. So I just stood there. Oh my God. He spit on my face. spitting on your face? Throw some self respect on it. Fucking hell. I need to start calling out these egos. But. There it's hard. Go. It's hard. How do you do Should it? Should we hear if Vin has got any tips for us? Maybe he's got a bit of inspiration about yeah. how to manage egos or something. Yeah. Sorry if this has been a bleak. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's go from Vin. So we are ringing Vincent Millsterly. Adam on LinkedIn. What's his middle name? Oh, that's the surname. Isn't yeah. It? Adam on LinkedIn. He likes my things on Instagram. Oh, does he? Now. We're LinkedIn friends. Oh, nice. Hello. <coughs> Hello. Hi, you're Ryan. Right. Hi, you are right? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. It's happening. Are you having a good Monday? Uh, yeah, I'm fine. It's what do you mean? Is, is that a thing? Of course it's a thing, happy isn't Monday, it? Happy Monday, yeah. We're pretty happy. Mainly because I've been listening to Emily chat shit for about an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Welcome yeah. to Vincent's life. <laughs> Are you happy you're not working today? Oh yeah, super good. Oh there we go. It's double happy yeah. Monday for you. So what's what's your morning been like? Um, I'm not up. <laughs> you're in bed still. Yeah. Ooh, giving the listeners something spicy to <laughs> visualize. Keeping it warm for when Emily gets home. <laughs> what are you wearing? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, you've got a quote for us. Yeah, I do. Um, so yeah, stroking egos, right? Yeah. Just a check. Um, okay. Always voice your opinion before stroking egos. So when that person's wrong, you can laugh and point in their face after. <laughs> that, I'm sorry. That's not a quote. <laughs> sorry, that's Next not a quote. Say it again. It's a short, like, one sentence thing that makes it a quote. Right. <laughs> okay, let's have it one more time. 
always voice your opinion before stroking egos so when that person is wrong you can laugh and point in their face after okay so it's like making oh it's not finished (laughs) no it basically means like (laughs) sometimes when you're working a team and you have to like you know yeah stroke egos and work with other people but doesn't mean that you should never say your opinion or put your your thoughts out there right i suppose that sort of that requires a level of confidence in your own opinion I suppose because what if you voice the opinion and be like everyone just let you all know I think he's a twat and he's wrong but let's just listen to a minute but then what if you turn out to be wrong yeah no, never. That this was, is this. What? No, never. I'm never wrong. <laughs> this is what Vin loves to do. It's call out people on their bullshit. Well, I say like to an artist. This is related to like oh, we were just watching an artist basically paint, and then we started talking to them, and he was like, oh, like I'm I've been pretty famous for this one piece I've done, and I was being nice and went, oh yeah, I've seen that, and Vin literally goes, have you? When? Where? <laughs> and I'm literally like, had you? <laughs> no. What? <laughs> I haven't seen that it, but... Not what? true. Huh? That's not true, but yeah, okay. What, the story's not true? I don't remember saying, <laughs> <have> <laughs> It happened, and I had to go, yeah. What yeah. are you just doing classic you now and just questioning? Is this what you do? Did I? Have I? Did S- that happen? Surely not. Are you gaslighting Emily again? Again. Bloody hell, Vin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay, so I actually am going to say that... I don't like the quote. No, sorry, Vin. You've let yourself down there. Yeah. I'm calling out your bullshit, mate. Yeah, yeah, not okay. That's my opinion, just to be... Well, there's no good quotes for this theme, so... No, I agree. It's a tough one. It is a tough one. But now I'm stroking your ego. No, Vin, it's just shit. It is just shit. Sorry. But, like, pointing and laughing at someone, not not a fan of... (laughs) I just feel like we're pointing and laughing at him right now. Yeah, I'm oh. not a fan of it, but ha you suck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, come on, give us some bat, Vin. I feel like we're just rinsing you here. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't, you know, I don't know. You're too nice. Yeah. <laughs> there was raised eyebrows there from Emily, just to let you know. Uh, you're, you're pretty brutal, but I think you're... Your camera sh- you're not even on camera, so you're your podcast shy. Boy shy. Should we leave well, you to nice Monday and now I've just been like attacked. Um, <laughs> don't be don't don't be the victim. Alright. Bye. Love you. Love you. <laughs> Why do I feel like he's actually mad? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if you're uh, still in that happy relationship this time tomorrow. I know. He's meeting me for lunch if he stands. Okay, up. we'll soon know. We'll soon know. I'll, I'll keep you guys updated. And to be fair, we've not heard your quote yet, so yours might be just as shit as his. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, <laughs> feeding into the whole Liverpool, the Beatles obsession. Right. I feel like anyone that comes here as a tourist is like, oh. The Beatles. The Beatles. Yeah, but to be fair, I feel like the Beatles are like part of the bread and butter of Liverpool. No? I get it. Yeah. It do just, you like the Beatles? Though? I do like the Beatles, but it just annoys me that I feel like, like it's, you don't. No, I do. I do. I can't. <laughs> don't kick Come me on, out don't, stro- don't stop stroking egos now. Oh. Um, God, I love the so this is by John Lennon. Um, Can you do it in your best girl's accent? Um, I'm John Lennon. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. From from the Beatles. Oh, my God. <laughs> They're not from fucking Birmingham. <laughs> Emily, um, shame on you. You live here. Do that again. Liverpool. Yeah, okay. Pack it in. Pack, <laughs> pack it in.
Pack it in. Part of me. No, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot. Part of me sucks. <laughs> Fuck. Are you doing your own accent? <laughs> no. Part of me suspects that I'm a loser and the other part of me thinks I'm God Almighty. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, sort of just feeding into that sort of balance that we talked about and um, I guess that imposter syndrome and then overcompensating and being like, yes. no, I am amazing and trying to find that middle ground, I guess. And even the king, <laughs> he probably has that feeling of feeling like God Almighty, which he obviously does. Yeah. probably comes from a place of feeling like uh, a loser, loser as well yeah, yeah yeah so i guess it's like maybe be kind which i'm not living by this according to this episode but maybe be kind to those people who even do act yeah like they've got big egos because it might be coming from a place of yeah. insecurity i, I mean suppose. you can be kind but you can also not feed into their ego and sort of yeah, yeah so do a bin laugh in their face when they get things wrong <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, oh I God. like that. The thing is, though... Is in, I like Vin, your quote. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, as well. And Vin set himself up for that because he's literally said point and laugh and we point and, and we laugh. And we point and laugh. He didn't like it. He didn't like it. So yeah. maybe he doesn't live by his quote. Loser. Yeah. All right, Super well, genius. Bye. <laughs>